the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay show. It only took one day, one day after President Trump announced that he was that uh, Congress had certified the election and he would preside over a peaceful transition on that a new administration declared didn't use the word concede, but declared that a new administration would take the reins on January 20th. Within minutes, the fascism began in this country. Tonight, President Trump has been officially banned from social media networks. The purge is on, and he is not alone. Other conservatives, from Michael Flynn to Sidney Powell, and yes, you're going to be next, have been banned. Both Apple and Google have threatened to uh, remove Parler unless they capitulate to the demands of censorship and control of speech. And it's shocking to me tonight, but it should not be shocking to me to see so-called conservatives respond as though that is reasonable. In addition, we have Republicans on board with the possible invocation of the 25th Amendment and impeachment papers have been drafted. There are are facial recognition uh, uh, applications being used to not just identify those who actually breached the Capitol upon being waved in by the cops, by the way, but anybody in the crowd. Because thanks to the fascists in both parties, thanks to dumb conservatives overreacting to what happened at the Capitol, going on board with saying, this isn't who we are. Yeah, we saw the riots over the summer, but you know we, we're okay with basically two sets of rules. We now have those that were there peacefully being targeted, having their businesses targeted, and people saying, we're going to find out who was there, and we're going to get you fired. Peaceful protesters. Every bit of the fascism going on right now is brought to you by both parties, not just the Democrats, and actually brought to you by so-called conservatives that have gone along with this. That are the first to jump and accept blame, first to support the two sets of standards and two sets of rules. One that allows Democrats to do whatever the heck they want to do from burning down buildings and beating business people over the heads. Or whether it's, uh, whether it's the, the cancel culture that's got people being destroyed personally and professionally. And on and on and on. 888-344-1170. Where do we go from here? We got to talk about it. And we got we to gotta be ready. Because it is on. And I know that I had a bit of a pity party last night. My heart was broken. I was really sad. But let me tell you, I am back in the fight. I am back in the fight. And joining me tonight and every other night of the week is my man. It's DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. We're putting the interests of America first. 
They're part of a long American tradition of proving democracy's critics wrong, of showing that we have the courage to stand up for what is right and what is necessary. I hope there's some serious Republicans listening out there, because all I have to say is that man you just heard right there, that's what a Republican sounds like. And that is why I am no longer a Republican, because you didn't do your job. I gave Morgan Kimbrough, who I consider a hero, who's heartfelt and one of the good guys and a MAGA agenda dude, uh, president of the San Diego Young Republicans, an opportunity to come on last night and talk about what the Republican Party can do and try to, you know, from bringing in good candidates and training them after what has gone on today. With the Republican Party, where we have Ben Sass saying that he will vote if it gets to the Senate to impeach my president. Seventy percent of Republicans and 30 percent of Democrats believe that this that President Trump was reelected and that it was stolen from him. And you Republicans want to respond with not only certifying that fraudulent election, but but forcibly removing him from office for doing nothing wrong. And you expect me to vote Republican going forward? Never again. Never again. Never. There is no working within the Republican Party for me at this point. We're done. Done. When Nikki Haley is at the RNC winter meeting blaming Trump for his rhetoric that Trump stoked the voters. Oh, no, it couldn't have been all the years of betrayal by the Republican Party, including certifying the election that kind of stoked some anger. How about going all the way back to you, one of the things I talked about, this new Republican, Madison, going there, Madison Caldwell, whatever his name is, nice nice young man saying, we, I'm going to fight the establishment. And then he goes on to talk about how we're just not even going to deal with social justice issues. Well, man, you just described the establishment. And in part, who was it? Going back years now, would we be where we are right now had it not been for Nikki Haley when a, when a, when a black church got shot up by some young idiot And she actually capitulated to the Black Lives Matter crowd and blaming a piece of fabric, which then launched. I'm old enough to remember that that's what really launched the tearing down of statues. And then we had to have Dukes of Hazzard banned. The cultural feeding the cultural Marxist war. Let me tell you something. What's going on today with Twitter being banned, with uh, Trump being banned on Twitter, as well as other uh, other people, Google and Apple threatening to take down Parler if they don't put somebody that they approve of to control speech in the way they want, taking it down. That is far more serious what's going on in this country. The impeachment of a free and fairly elected president who has done nothing wrong. We've gone full circle, by the way. The last 10 days of the Obama administration was launching an illegal coup attempt of Donald Trump, who then faced multiple coup attempts his entire time, which was which was participated in, covered up for, and all of that by the DOJ. And now here we are in the last 10 days. This is the real insur- insurrection. It's a final coup attempt from the president of the United States. And we have Republicans on board with it, on board with it, directly speaking out on behalf of it, as well as those that remain silent tonight. And they're also silent tonight on the fascism that's taking place against us in our speech. And why wouldn't they be on board with it? They denied our voices at the ballot box. Betrayed us over and over and over again. I think what needs to happen is 75 million Trump voters need to say, you know what? I'm going to chip in every every dime. If, if we could get, what, 100 bucks out of 75 million. And then Trump takes that and launches a third party. That's how we take our country back. And then what I think should happen is I think Trump should run for the Senate in 2022. Get in the halls of Congress. They're going to do everything that they can to get him behind bars. And anybody that's worth their salt that really truly believes in what that man has done the last four years needs to stand up and stand by his side. That's right. 
they're welcome to come to the third party. But at this point, there is no working. After what I saw Nikki Haley did, after what went what went down on social media tonight, which was easily prevented by the Republican Party, Trump vetoed the NDAA because they would not put in, they would not put in a removal of the protections of big tech. And look where we are. And for them and for them to be going along with the characterization of hundreds of thousands of peaceful protesters out there in support of Trump as domestic terrorists. And actually, now we now we've got uh, Don Jr. and Rudy Giuliani being threatened with arrest because of inciting violence. There was absolutely nothing that Trump did or anybody there that incited any violence. In fact, they all said, go peacefully protest and walk to the Capitol. I don't know how much, how much more, uh, y- you know, clear you want it to be. He, he said he wanted peace. He told them to go home. Yeah. It's not like he, you know, um, continued to propagate a lie like hands up, don't shoot, you know, which ended up, uh, which ended up causing Ferguson, a, a whole town to be burned down in Missouri and then Baltimore to be burned down and then six cops in, in Dallas being shot uh, based upon that lie. It's not like it's not like uh, Trump did that. Well, it's like in conservative, con- true conservatives believe in individual responsibility. So those people that create, did, did those acts, they're responsible for themselves. President Trump's not responsible for them. No, of course not. And we know. And where's the Secret Service? Why did they not arrest? They went all the way to Tennessee to arrest that dude or Arkansas, wherever he was from, put his feet up on Pelosi's desk. And let me tell you. This, this hysteria over the speaker's chambers just goes to show how far you supposed conservatives have gone and being sucked into worshiping these people and treating them like they're the royalty of this country when they work for us. There's nothing precious about the Speaker Pelosi's office. If that's where your head is at, you have not been paying attention and you, you, you are as literally as brain dead as Joe Biden. There's nothing precious about Nancy Pelosi's office. Nothing precious about any of it. We're paying for it. Do I think people should break in? No. But oh, by the way, they got they got waved in by the cops. Still, I if had I been there, I would not have gone in. I wouldn't have gone in. But but the, but you know when when you normalize riots, you normalize riots. When you reward riots, what do you think is going to happen? When Black Lives Matter and Antifa did their their summer spree of violence, their Bonnie and Clyde violence across this country, they got rewarded for it. They had the Republican Party getting Tim Scott out so they could do police reform. They rewarded rioters who killed 30 people, including a cop, David Dorn, burned down businesses across this country. They rewarded it. Rewarded it with putting forth Juneteenth as a national holiday. They rewarded it while you couldn't go visit a family member. You couldn't go have a funeral for a family member. We had, what, 19 funerals for a man who got shot or, or, or who died, who had, who had held a gun to a pregnant woman's belly. No, they got, he got a funeral. Republicans were on board with that. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue to talk about the 25th Amendment that's going on, the impeachment. We got to talk about the DOJ and Bill Barr. We got to talk about the call for impeachment of uh, Justice Thomas. Um, And then Bob Walters will be here at the bottom half of the hour. If you want to weigh in on anything, uh, give us a call 888 344 1170. 
sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Go into the phones, 888-344-1170, if you want to weigh in. Uh, Alan from Chula Vista is on the line. Hey, Alan. Hey, Andrea, Hi. Um, my, my wife got up this morning. She always checks her cell phone for news. And they had interviewed a guy from Chula Vista that was at that rally in Washington. Mm-hmm. And, and the description from the interview says that the guy said everything was peaceful and orderly. And all of a sudden, there was like one guy that started trouble, and then the rest of them just kind of chimed in. It's like they were all there, and just this one leadership person kind of set the thing off like lighting a fuse. And I can't believe that all those people that had the red Trump hats on were were Trump supporters, because now they're labeling them as Trump loyalists. Well, let me let, let's play a game, Alan. Let's pretend that the ten or twelve people that breached. And by the way, uh, you know we we saw the images of the cops waving them through. First of all, where were the rest of the cops? They turned down the Department of Defense offer to send uh, you know troops there. But let's play a game and pretend that they were ten or twelve Trump supporters. Um, f- f- what a million of the other Trump supporters, you know, are, are to blame for this. Trump's to blame for it. Nobody, nobody called for Obama to be removed from office when he perpetrated the lie of hands up, hands up, don't shoot, which ended up resulting in, among other things, six cops being shot uh, by a Black Lives Matter person uh, off the that rhetoric. So, you know, whoever was responsible for this. Uh, first of all, when you normalize riots, you normalize riots, uh, you know, uh, and the shame on the conservatives that are playing. It's not a whataboutism, by the way, to say you can't normalize riots and reward riots and then don't think that others are going to follow suit. They're watching and paying attention. That's not whataboutism. It's consistency. And we need consistency in this country. We need to stop as Republicans and conservatives going along with the plan that Republicans and conservatives are always the ones expected to follow the rule of law. And the Democrats get away with it. But I, at this point, it doesn't even really matter. I feel like we're falling into the trap of arguing whether or not it was Trump supporters or Antifa. We know Antifa was there. We know they instigated it. Megan Barth was there. I know many people that were there. And it was what the Democrats said over their riots. It was mostly peaceful. And the difference is the double standard game is that, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, if People do a terrorist attack in the name of Islam. How dare you say that the problem is Islam? You know, it's 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 a fringe, you know, person who did that. But if you've got, you know, a crowd of two million MAGA supporters and five or six or ten go off the rails, then that means all MAGA supporters are domestic terrorists. And that's the game that's been played. And the Republicans have have played into it. I don't really care who it was. It was a few people. And I think we need to stay focused on the bigger picture, Alan, which is it's far more dangerous. What is going on in this country with the Marxist takeover? And you see it in effect right now with the fascism than some dude putting his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Can, can I point out something else? Yes, quickly, and then we got to go to Savannah, probably, who's holding. You're, you're busy getting ready for your show at 6 o'clock before you come on. Uh-huh. I, I used to work in broadcasting, so I had kind of a feel for it. But if you'd have listened to the news before you came on, it would have been the propaganda mill. And then you come on, and we're getting the truth. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like it's such a contrast. It'd be nice to have a show to describe where all this news information comes from. 
Interesting you know, idea. So pe- people that are listening to your show hear one thing and then they hear all of a sudden hear the truth. So the, you know, people will know uh, that news is gathered from. We, did, we used to call it Newswire in the old days, uh-huh. um, and then the news is broadcast. Is there a contract that says that AM eleven seventy has to broadcast every piece of news that comes to them, rather than just you know giving the truth? Well, um, you know, I, I I think you may be talking about the news break and some of the stuff. I mean, we we here we're part of Salem Media, and there are different you know interpretations of, of the news, and 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 here and here's what makes it difficult is that even a news outlet, and we're actually news opinion, we're actually news opinion side, and then we also have our our Christian broadcasting side. We also um, you know get our news from different sources, and we have to sift through it and determine what's real and what's not so um and you know and and i'm not sure what you heard but before um you know i my show started i'm not exactly sure i wasn't paying attention and i'm glad you pointed that out because i will but i will tell you that there is different opinions even within salem media over um the take in terms of what happened in in the capital i gotta leave it there alan you've called in before and i just want you to know how much i appreciate you and and i thank you for listening and calling in Thanks. I appreciate your show and both of you being there. It's just so great to, to hear you in the evening. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so Savannah. Hey, darling. Hey. Hi, sweetheart. Sorry, I haven't called for a while, been busy, but um, this is driving me nuts. And what I said to um, your wonderful um, producer there is I, with the Twitter garbage going on, I'm starting to think. This is the President of the United States we're mm-hmm. talking about. Trying to deplatform the President of the United States. So I'm curious, is the, the head of Twitter now the President of the United States and he gets to call the shots? Well, um, he's uh, he's certainly controlling the entire. Yeah, he's controlling the president of the United States. He's controlling three. He's controlling what 330 million Americans are getting to hear, at least on his platform. And OK, fine. Um, if you believe that it's a private enterprise and he's got a right to do what he wants to do. Well, that's under question. The protections given these these big tech outlets should have been removed had the Republicans done done what they should have done. Jack Dorsey would not have been able to to do what he did to President Trump today. But you know what? It, let's say that Jack Dorsey has the right to do that because that's, you know, Twitter and that's that's his business. What about the fact, even worse to me, is the fact that Apple and Google are holding hostage another private enterprise, which is Parler, which was started by Dan Bongino, who was banned yesterday on Twitter. So they banned Dan Bongino on Twitter and then take his social media outlet where everybody is leaving from Twitter to go to. And they're holding it hostage and saying, we're not going to allow that that uh, privately owned company to be a part of our product and uh, 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 be a part of our technology unless they unless parlor capitulates to their censorship and and demands in terms of controlling speech that's really really frightening that's where i'm like oh wow this is this is really this is really frightening times we're in savannah and it's and and i'm really angry at the republican party 
that we are here because the Republicans allowed this to happen. The Republicans refused to push back because they're operating from the moronic mindset that if they can get rid of Trump, then all 75 million Trump voters are just automatically going to go under their fold and they've cemented their power over us. And that's not true. And it cannot be true. And we can't allow that to be true. We need to send the message to, to the Republican Party that we're done. What are your thoughts on that in terms of quickly? I've got another call. Oh, oh, real quick. I actually agree with you. And I agree with the fact that everybody needs to pitch in. President Trump needs to start a separate party. And I actually believe Mitch McConnell lost the Georgia election. Even though I don't agree in handouts based on where everybody was, if he, the president wanted the $2,000, the people wanted the $2,000, if he, if he'd signed off on the $2,000, we would have won Georgia. And I think Mitch McConnell threw in the election. I think it's, I think it's a combination of that and the fact that the Republican Party knew that the Georgia voters were angry over the fraud, and that's one reason why they allowed that fraud to continue, was because I, I do think that they were happy. The Republican Party has always been happier to be the minority party. They were happy to give up the majority in exchange for getting rid of Trump, and and, and I absolutely believe that. Then you add in then you add in the convenience of what happened at the Capitol as an excuse for them to no longer contest the electoral votes, declare all Trump supporters domestic terrorists. Now we're being silenced. This plays into the one party system perfectly for Mitch McConnell and I think they're happy to see it happen. Thank you for calling in, doll. I got to take one Thank you. you. Love you too. Got to go to one more caller before uh, we take a break. Hi, honey. Uh, Martin from National City is on the line. Hi, Andrea. In Job chapter 40, when the Lord was answering Job out of the whirlwind, he said, gird up thy loins, and now like a man, another way of saying is prepare thyself. I will demand of thee and Answer thou me, or declare thou unto me. Wilt thou also disannul my judgment? Wilt thou condemn me, that thou mayest be righteous? The media blackout, they're disannulling any other person's judgment that they might be righteous, you think? Um, I... I think it's ultimately it's all about control. I don't think that there's I don't think it's about righteous for them. If if I'm understanding your point, um, you know, look, every bit of this is about control. They Trump was a threat to both parties and the establishment, and they did everything that they could to get rid of him and cough him up. And they and they want to and they're happy to see us persecuted and silenced and destroyed in order to keep their power. This is good versus evil. And it is us versus them. And both parties are in on it. And the only hope we have for the future is right is to gird up our loins. President Trump did all that he could do was one man going into D.C. And now it's on us. Now it's on us to say, you know what? We have to join the fight. We have to get active. We have to gird up our loins. We have to be willing to be uncomfortable and face and face some hard times where we speak our truth. And we've got to be willing to get active and put our feet to it and put the time and the effort in. And I think that we need to we need to tell President Trump he made a statement today that he promised a giant voice for his backers and i hope that that means um launching a third party as well as a media outlet to counter um the suppression of the uh trump supporters as well as the christians and the conservatives got to leave it there martin thank you for calling in all right we're going to take a break we come back we're going to bring in bob walters for his friday segment and uh, betsy devos Betsy DeVos, you know, Bob is my education contributor, and Betsy DeVos made big news. We've got to talk about that and more. Don't go away. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. 
AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. Before we go to uh, Bob Walters, our education contributor, Trump has responded to Twitter's permanent account suspension. Uh, he said that, as I have been saying for a long time, Twitter has gone further and further in banning free speech. And tonight, Twitter employees have coordinated with the Democrats and the radical left in removing my account from their platform to silence me and you, the 75 million great patriots who voted for me. Twitter may be a private company, but without the government's gift of Section 230, they would not exist for long. Um, we have been negotiating with various other sites and we'll have a big announcement soon. And we will also look at the possibilities of building out our own platform in the near future. We will not be silenced. Uh, Raheem Kassam uh, tweeted out in response and he's and this was um, from his official POTUS, the president of the United States account, which would then go to Joe Biden reportedly. And Raheem Kassam pointed out a very good point. He said that POTUS just tweeted from the official government president of the United States account and Twitter removed it. This is now an attack on the legitimate United States government. Send in the marshals and seize Twitter. And he's absolutely right because, you know, the, w- capitulating and allowing a sitting president of the United States to be silenced, to have his First Amendment rights denied. Is it is is this is the insurrection? This is a coup attempt t- taking place. Somebody said on uh, Facebook, um, and it's reminding me of his comment. He says, um, I think this is Joe Smith. The Supreme Court has ruled the United States is no longer governed by laws, but by the terrorist threats of the Democrat Party. Until Republicans and conservatives start playing as dirty and cutthroat as socialist Democrats, we will never win again. The Supreme Court stabbed us in the back because they didn't fear Trump supporters going in there and burning the place down. The song that should lead the charge is Five Finger Death Punch, 100% American Patriots. Um, I I think that should be um, figurative uh, in terms of fighting back because we don't advocate for violence. Um, they need to fear us in terms of power and president. And we need to take our power in the form of our voices away from the Republican Party to a new party and to independent media. You need to stop watching Fox News or any other mainstream outlet. You need to go to Parler. We need to get off Facebook and Twitter. I intend to. We need to stop giving any eyeballs to any media outlet outside of Newsmax, One America News and Real America's Voice. Um we have been talking about needing to get active for a really long time. None of this would be happening, by the way. Not only all the other ways in which we've talked about the Republican Party allowing this to happen, one of the main ways they've allowed this to happen and why we have so many Americans celebrating the, the suppression of speech and the fascism going on today is because they took over our schools decades ago and they have churned out socialists for the state that actually love communism, which is and fascism, which is what we're experiencing tonight. Joining me now for his weekly segment is Bob Walters, who's got a new book coming out soon, I hope. And he's here for his weekly segment. Welcome, comrade and my dear friend. Thank you. Good to be here. Um, well, first of all, I'd, I'd like to announce some good news, ooh. which I think you guys could use that. Yes, John. There's a new group that's formed about eight, nine months ago, and they've done very well. They've already spread into 22 states. It's called We the Kids. You can look them on the web. They are they they get local neighbors who want to do something about the kids and, and get them on better training. And in the afternoon, they gather the kids in their neighborhood 
and start teaching them a positive message of patriotism, encourage them to get hooked on history and be proud of America, and even become civic leaders someday when they grow up. That so it's is a great big. program, and they, they could use some other people in the other states and areas and any donations that people feel they might want to make. So we the kids. We the kids. Look up. That is fantastic. Yep. We've got we've got to fight fire with fire. We've got to get active. We've got to stop just showing up to voting for the president. We've got to get down into the local level. We've got to become community activists and organizers ourselves. We've got to recognize the indoctrination that's taken place where we've got so many Americans that think that the denial of our First Amendment rights is okay. And, know. you know, and it starts with educating the kids and taking that back. So that's We the Kids? Yep, We the Kids. Okay. It's an effort by local people to do something about getting the kids in the right mentality. Okay. Then we have College Crazy. More kids are now treating snowflakes as a disability. <laughs> this will cover up to one in four students who say they suffer from anxiety and stress given what they read, hear, and see. It's like terrible situation so they're treating so they're acting as though there's a mental disability going on with people that can't hear an opposing view yep like at Pomona College for instance five percent were classified that way in 2014 now it's 22 percent as disabled students are allowed to take up to twice as much time to take a test they do can do so in a private room and they can even bring a comfort animal with them to the school and to their classroom and the reason why this is important is because, uh, and there was a book years ago written called Manufacturing Victims. They have manufactured a victim class now. And by manufacturing this victim class, this is the excuse that they need to suppress the voices of those in the opposition party. This justifies, it's one reason in which it justifies them declaring that any Republican or any conservative or MAGA, not Republican, but any MAGA person or Trump supporter who was there exercising at the Capitol or going forward, or wants to express themselves on, on social media, why they should be silenced because yep. they've got this victim class going now. And this is, this is, this is how fascism takes root. It is. And in fact, uh, Ben Shapiro reacting to a poll just done by wall street journal was shocked and devastated to see that 56% of all Americans, not just kids think this country is inherently racist He fears our left-wing citizens will now advocate the complete destruction of our country from within. And he's probably right with his observation. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, somebody said to me yesterday, you know, you know, 25 years ago, we had interracial couples. 25 years ago, we had black people represented at every level of of our, you know, our, our society and in corporate America and here and there. Maybe it wasn't the outcomes that every, you know, black person wanted. But then again, you know, not every white person has gotten the outcome that they want in life as well. We are. And her point was, we have been so set back with this race baiting white privilege crap that the Barack Obama, the first black president, that should have been a victory. It should have been like, look. Look where we're at. Instead of it being celebrated, they used it as a way to take over the schools and teach that America is inherently racist and teach white privilege to kids. And they're all now out voting. They're all out. You know, that that's who the, that's who these Antifa people are. These are these are these are the your young 20 something kids out there throwing well, cement and milkshakes. 80 percent of the Black Lives Matter demonstrators were white. They're not black. Right. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Sad. All right. Well, uh, what's going? What happened with Betsy DeVos this week? 
Well, she got she she resigned from her post, which I think is actually good news. I mean, to be honest with you, I thought she would make some real change with the Department of Education, but in fact, she did almost nothing. She didn't stop Common Core. She didn't close down the Department of Education with its nationalist rules running all the local school districts. She didn't back off anything. It's just like uh, a very disappointing, despite what she bragged about doing, she didn't do anything to speak of. She actually, yeah, she literally didn't do anything. She didn't do anything to stop Islamic indoctrination in schools. She didn't do Mm -hmm. anything to stop the the fact that children uh, at all ages were being recruited into transgenderism. Uh, You know, she, you know, literally did nothing to stop anything. You know, quite quite frankly, she should write a check to the American people to pay back the American people for the salary that she took. I know. That's true. Well, then you got a radical anti-white video producer by the name of Malia Weber with the New Orleans Public Education Network. Huge expense and made for private schools, which is even more shocking. In fact, to, to get them to come and do their presentation, as an example... There was a, a seven 30-minute sessions with this video program and how bad whites are, and it cost $115,000 per incident. It's like, are you per, kidding me? Per, and this, per tra- and this is in private schools, not public schools. Good grief. So, oh, so they, and let me tell you, most of the private schools in the New Orleans area are Catholic. Yeah. So this is the Catholic Church, whether we're talking Mercy, you know, Dominican, you know, I, I, I'm from down there, uh, the, you know, Jesuit, you know, most of you've got some you've got some non like Country Day, you know, New Orleans Country Day. You've got some non Catholic uh, private schools, but by and large, most of them are, are Catholic. So that's disturbing yeah. that they've allowed that to, to be it brought in, in that curriculum to, to be brought in. You wonder what part of our education, second public schools, is still left for us to put our head on. But anyway, right. that's that's the latest. Another point is uh, there's a growing number of schools in this country, including San Diego, that are watering down the grading system. In Santa Barbara schools, we no longer give Ds or Fs. They said that, in particular, we know that grading must be about mastery of information and skills, not about class participation, homework, behavior, or attitude. Really? (laughs) You know, I'm almost jealous, though. I'm almost jealous because when I was struggling with calculus and trig, you know, I could have used a little bit, you know, uh, a little bit of ease. And I got a D at one point in that math. (laughs) They're tough classes. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't avoid it when I got to college. Students now are in the D and F bracket in in Santa Barbara schools. One third of the students are earning D and Fs, but now they've eliminated Ds and the Fs. And they just get a passing grade. What what are we teaching these kids by doing that? You know. Well, what, we're we're wasting our money. Talk about paying yeah. back the taxpayers. Somebody said uh, maybe what we can do to get the attention of the government is not pay taxes anymore. Well, you know what? You can't do that. You, you know, don't don't try that because the IRS, the state franchise tax board in California, is even nastier. Uh, but you know, you try to not pay taxes, and that's the one—that's the one institution that can declare you guilty until proven innocent and sees all of your and sees all of your, um, you know, your your accounts. Um, people right now are scratching their head trying to get our power back. You know, well, know. We, it, it, because it's like we're paying all this money, state and local level for schools, and that are being you know either teachers aren't showing up, not doing their job, doing pass fail, um, you know, and, and we're paying for this. Yeah, we're not giving the right lesson to these kids as, as to how they got to act and behave and have initiative and self-strength when they grow up and be an adult in a job environment. 
No, what, what, what we're doing is to help them give them a pass. The, and the Republicans have done nothing to stop this and done nothing mm-hmm. to help. They've, no. they've not been involved at all. Uh, they, um, you know, uh, it all feeds into where we're at right now. Every bit of this is. And, and this is a message. And Bob and I have been talking about this for a while. This is why you have to get active. It is not enough. We don't do these segments just to complain about what's going on out there. It's meant to make you aware and then have you actually be motivated to go and do something about it. Because if you're upset tonight as a conservative with what happened with this election, with what's happening with fascism and big tech today, with what the plan is going forward, um, with Nancy Pelosi wanting to centralize you know, the election so that they can forever steal it. And if you're upset about anything going on, um, the, it, and you want things to change, if you have any hope for it, it cannot be put on the backs of Trump to fix everything. And I think for four years, you know, that's what the conservatives have been counting on. Before this election, Tony Kavark in San Diego said upwards of 150 local races had no Demo- no Republicans challenging the Democrats. We've got to go to these school board meetings and speak out. We've got to run for school board. We've got to run for city council. We've got to get active, don't we, Bob? We do, and I would uh, challenge it even among your listeners. How many of you have actually gone recently to a school board meeting to hear what's being discussed for this, the strategy and the teaching of students? Very few people go, and it's a, it's a shame. That's one place to start. You don't have to run for school board. How about just get handy with what they actually are talking about and doing? And we and speak your right. voice as well as supporting some legal outfits that have fought. There was a lawsuit that was filed to stop San Diego County from being the first Sharia compliant school district. And there was a win yep. there when the yep. San Diego school school unified school district had the pornographic, um, you know, sex education program. That's when parents did find out about it and they went to the school board and they got that removed. So there is a history of success. We've got to get yes, active. Do it. Wrap us up, Bob Walters. Tell everybody oh, about your book that you're writing that's coming out soon. <laughs> well, it's about the indoctrination, the indoctrination or education in our schools. That's the main heading. And it covers uh, all of the history and things going on and which groups are trying to have all their influence and are having influence. And I I finish it with a whole section on all of the groups and books and organizations and things that can be done specifically to turn this thing around. So it'll be another month or two before it comes out. But that's my effort to try to get people active in doing something. Otherwise, you just die on the wind here. Well, God bless you for doing that. You know, I had a pity party last night for the state of this country, but I am determined. I'm going to stay focused on we've got to we've got to sharpen our focus and we've got to yeah. work smart, not hard. But we've got to be engaged in the fight. And you're a hero of mine because you, you know, are a successful businessman who's not just going home and sipping martinis in the evenings. You're doing your part. <laughs> and that's well, fantastic. So thank you for that. You're, and you keep up the faith yourself. So don't get down on yourself because you're doing a great job. Well, thank you, Bob. We, we, I appreciate we it. all appreciate it. Well, thank okay? you. I appreciate you. All right. Now, take good care. Have a good weekend. Now, y'all stay tuned. We've got one more segment. we got Hero of the Week and Steak of the Week coming up, so don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. We are finishing up tonight with our Hero of the Week and Steak of the Week. Um, before we get into that, I want to, I want to talk about the fact that, yeah, I did have a little pity party yesterday and I reached out to you guys and you reminded me, 
of a lot of things. And one is that we've got to stay strong. We've got to stay strong physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, body, mind, and spirit. And that's one of the things I'm going to be focused on. I'm going to recharge my batteries this weekend. I'm going to stay focused on exercising, eating right. I take my balance in nature. It truly has done wonders for me physically. Go to balanceinnature.com. Use the discount code HEALTH. Free shipping, 35% off. We've got it's it, at this point. It's 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 about staying healthy for the, for the fight as much as it is about fighting viruses. Um, I'm going to go to you for hero of the week and stick of the week first before I I give my answers. No pressure. <laughs> well, let's start with the stink of the week because there's just no way around it. And uh, I just I like vo- vocalizing it because they need to get the message. And I'm sure there's a few out there. I know there's a few out there that this doesn't fit the bill for. So if for whatever reason they are hearing this, I apologize. But look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself what you're a part of. The Republican Party by far is the stink of the week. They have exploded. They have let everybody down, and they are going to lose many, 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 many more followers unless they actually start doing what they were elected to do. And if they don't, I'm sorry, but uh, they're going to be overlooked, and they won't be reelected. Well, the thing is, is that they're moronic and arrogant enough to think that they somehow have won. And what they did was they handed this country over. They squandered. We President Trump, they rode his coattails as he rode in a red wave of success in this handily. country handily. And because of their egos and their hatred for Trump and their hatred of his 75 million voters, they actually handed this country over to fascism, of which the majority of them are on board with, by the way. This is not just about them capitulating to the mob. This is about them being just as much about communism, i.e. a centralized system of power with complete control over. They have not been one of them that has spoken out against the tyrannical shutdowns that have destroyed this country as they bickered over giving us peanuts of $600. They decided to send trillions of dollars around the world. The Republican Party is more than a stench. They need to be completely they need to be stomped on like a roach. Very few of them are are decent conservatives. Ted Cruz was in an interview last night uh, blaming President Trump and his rhetoric for what happened. Shame on. There's only one that I would vote for right now, and it's Matt Gates. And Matt Gates needs to come aboard with a third party. My hero of the week is President Trump. There's no other way around. No it other way around he it has since day one. He walked down that escalator. He has fought. And even in the midst of everything right now, as we read moments ago, he still continues to fight for this country. Any other Republican would have already crumpled up and, and folded up their tent and and walked away. And he, he is still him. he is still occupying that White House. Still, he is refusing to crumple up and fall into a heap and go away, which is what they wanted to do. He is strength. He is the epitome of courage. He is the epitome of everything that this country was founded on, which was courage, which was uh, uh, so much of a, a lover of liberty and freedom and what our founders were about that he was willing to face the slings and arrows they and would the all persecution. They would all applaud him. He's been willing to face the persecution and he's still not going away. Talk about a hero. And I love you guys so much. Recharge your batteries. Take care of you this weekend. And we'll be right back Monday night, 6 p.m. Pacific time, ready to get at it again. Love you all. Peace out.